What's going on, One Leg Faders? Today's topics, this or that. Top four Mount Rushmore DFW athletes. Dirtbag Chronicles, the swagger catch or no catch. And top three, bottom three, scariest movies. But first, a quick anchor spot from anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. All right. Konnichiwa, One Leg Faders. It is October 31st, which means it's Halloween. Yes, one of my favorite holidays of the year. My whole street does it big, as I said before. I just put up, put out 14 up lights, red up lights. I got a fence. We got candy. We put uh, pumpkins in the street. My neighbor put cones in the street so no one can park. I mean, thousands of people come to Hershey Lane is known around here as a place to go for Halloween. So we're doing it big. People are doing it big over here. We're going to be on the side. Uh, my father-in-law's coming. My neighbor's coming over. We'll be drinking all night, having fun. And guess what? What? Two things. We get an extra hour and it's a full moon tonight. Oh! Well, that's good for all these uh, eight months that you've been avoiding COVID. You'll get it all in one night. Congratulations. (laughs) No, we're staying six feet away. What we're doing, we're staying six feet apart, wearing masks. I'm actually going to be a zombie. uh, A zombie. You know, it comes from the the air, right? It comes from the oxygen around you. Yeah. So if somebody somebody does a fart anywhere near you, you're going to get COVID. Damn. We're going to have to literally watch out for those silent but deadly ones. But Kenny, I don't fart. I whisper in my pants. <laughs> um, but hey, Kenny, I know you love this Halloween time. I know you uh, you got your Joe Exotic costume on with your handlebar mustache. Uh, no, my costume is going to be guy in his garage drinking whiskey. That's my costume. What? Uh, you're not a big fan of Halloween, are you? I'm right next to my, my boy Manny came. He just walked over right now. He sat down right next to me and he's got the same costume as me. Guy drinking whiskey in a garage. That's that's his co- that's our costume that we have every day. 365 days a year. That's boring. This is the time, this is the time where you can be someone else. And you could be a whole, you could be a zombie and be totally different and to be whatever you want. You know, or, I'm a zombie every day when I get up to try to go to work. What's the difference? <laughs> or you could be like a basketball star because I know you can't play basketball. I mean, you know, you try to do that crossover, it goes off your knee all the time. Uh huh. Did I ever, Corey, did I ever tell you the story of how I crossed over Kenny and he messed up his knee? No, I haven't heard that one. Ooh, once yeah. you, once you so tell it we're, we're, Yeah, we're playing one on one. I did a killer crossover. Did a then did a little layup and I turn around he's on the ground his knee buckled surgery sorry bro I I, I apologize Kenny I didn't mean to okay do that to you. all right all right puppy feet you couldn't you couldn't uh, you couldn't <laughs> do a crossword puzzle much less cross me over <laughs> <laughs> all right well um so a little this or that you want to talk about or this or that segment do you want to talk about some of the scariest, goriest Halloween decorations? Or do you want to talk about my wife's new beautiful pillows? We got these awesome, beautiful pillows. I'd love to talk about them. We got a set of like I'm six already of them. sick of tar- talking about Halloween, so I want to talk about your wife's pillows. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about my wife's pillows. So we bought six of these beautiful pillows. Two of them are blue, light blue. And then but hold on, are- what size are they? What? 
Uh, I don't know, like a uh, medium size, I guess. I don't know pillow sizes. I mean, like, you know, you know count- what you know what feet is? How many feet is it? Like one foot oh, by like two 12- foot? How big are they? Oh, it's by one. It's by two foot by two foot. These two foot by two foot. These and are you said, pillows. And you said they're blue. Yes, light blue. Nice. Okay. And, you know the reason why? And Hold on. Where are they at right now? Are they on the they're couch? On the couch. Are they on the love seat? Are they on your bed? Where, where are they at? Couch and love seats. All right. Couch so is it like that seats. one commercial, that insurance commercial, where you got so many pillows that you can't even <laughs> sit on your couch? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's three different colors of blue. And the reason why I picked blue is because blue helps you calm down. Did you know that, Kenny? Blue helps you be calm. That's why I wear blue all the time, because I'm always chill. That's right. That's right. You wear I don't red. Wear red. Red does not touch this body. I don't own a, I don't own a red t-shirt. I don't own nothing red. I, it's blue on this, but blue or black. That's what I wear. Yeah. Once I read this, once I read this magazine where it said, look at George Clooney, look at Brad Pitt, look at uh, Matthew McConaughey, look at their t-shirts. All you ever see them wear is uh, gray, blue, white, black. That's all they ever wear. And if you, and I started looking and every single time that's true. That's all they wear. And that's a real man. If you wear those colors, you're a real man. If you wear something like Corey's jersey he has on, so Corey's on this, look at his jersey. He has like a Dallas Mavericks, like, glitter like football jersey over here hey don't don't hate on on the dirt jersey <laughs> it is a dirt, Come on, man it is a dirt jersey but please stand it's up it's a football jersey that's that's mavs there's nothing wrong first with that. time i ever met Corey, he was wearing a a marge simpson t-shirt and it was white <laughs> and it was dirty and i was like why are you wearing a simpsons t-shirt we're about to go to the club you got a you got a damn simpsons t-shirt on <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. They said never wear a shirt with writing on it, like, like Tommy Hilfiger or uh, uh, whatever. You used to wear shirts. I said Affliction with I that glitter on that. them, so don't even try that was to front. Corey. That was never me. I never would have that. Nah, you had glitter. Yes. You had glitter jeans. Yeah. You had glitter jeans. You had a. Uh, you had those jeans that had uh, crucifixes on the on the no, back. No, that pocket. was never me. I had my jabos. Yeah, that's your bows back in the day. It had the little pocket on the side. You know what I used to do on that little pocket nah, on the side? You had those fake Jabos. You had the Jabros <laughs> that you got from Trader's Village. But it had the little pocket on the side. I used to put a little pager in there on the little pocket on the side, but the pager never worked. I would just turn it off. And, yeah, a pager? Uh, How old dude, are you, I'm dude? I'm 43. Old school pager, man. God, yeah. you're old. Well, you're older than me, motherfucker. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't use no pager. I wasn't, cool. a, I wasn't a doctor and I wasn't a drug dealer, so I had no hey use man, for a I pager. Love the, I lived a tough life. I can't tell you what I did in the past, so I needed a pager. That's all I'm saying. Was I a doctor? Mike, what was your pager code? I don't even remember. I don't even know if it worked, to be honest. <laughs> you had a page? No, the, the number you put at the end, would people know when they when you page them to call back? What was your number? Oh, 911. 911. Oh, 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 yeah, how original. original. Yeah, 911. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you want me to put? 004? They were like, what the hell is this guy talking about? So, yeah, I had a pager. No, but everybody had their numbers. I had 624. This girl that I used to date, she had 333. Like my brother, he had 777. Everybody had their code. So, after you received the page, you would have received the little the, the, the code, and then you would know who it was that was trying to page you because most of the time they're paging you from a from somebody else's house or from a payphone or whatever. So that's what the code was for. So you'd know who it was. And if it's somebody you recognize, you make sure you call them right away. And if it was just some random number, then maybe or maybe not, you didn't have to get back. You had to go pull out the whole, remember you have to go, you had to have a whole thing of uh, quarters always. You had to walk around with quarters yeah. in your pocket because anybody could page you at any time. And then you had to run to a, to a payphone. And then, you know, it used to piss me off because I'd call somebody back 
And I'm like, hey, what's up? Oh man, just seeing what you were doing. I mean, you paid me for that? What a waste! What a waste of my time! <laughs> yeah, I know it's horrible. You got. I thought you. Wait, are you drinking, man? Are you drunk? You already faded because you just told me you didn't have pager, and now all of a sudden you got a code. Of course, I had a pager. I'm just making fun of you. All right. Theater of the mind, Mike. Theater of the mind. Oh, whatever, man. You're just, I think one of those stories, I think you made up that you had a pager because you found out I had a pager and you know that no, I'm pretty cool. I had cool. a Motorola, baby. And you, I, had the, <laughs> I had the Motorola pager, the first one that ever came out. And then they, uh, then I upgraded to the one that you could slide out. So your little clip would stay in your pocket and then you could slide the pager out and you can, uh, and that's when it was, it was kind of not really texting yet, but you could do, you could do voicemail messages to each other and stuff. So that was the very first one the was the just the generic big one that you see in the movies but then you had the slide you know you had the slide pager and then they started getting more and more sophisticated and then the cell phone came out so when the cell phone came out the first one i got was you remember the prime co it looked like a little brick with a huge antenna yeah so i upgraded to the prime co with the antenna but i got to keep my same number so they transferred the same pager number you know if you went with prime co which is now i think it's verizon now is that right is that right dirtbag is uh prime co verizon now that's correct yeah. See, I got a match. Oh, man. I'm like, to, I'm, like a, I'm like an elephant, man. I remember everything. Ooh, man. Yeah. Look that up, Corey. I don't think it's correct. I think you just said that because you haven't been doing so well. So you're just going to agree with us. Yes, that's a correct. Look it up to find out because I, I think both of y'all are wrong on that. But I might I might be wrong. But Pull up the Primeco phone, Primeco. Corey. Look go to Primeco images phone. on the Primeco Pull phone. It it's actually AT&T. Lucid. Oh, yeah. Oh, phone. there we go. <laughs> Oh, well, AT&T bought everything, so who yeah. knows? Man, them, them companies, they have wars. <laughs> it's like the soda wars of the 80s and the beer wars of the 90s. All these companies have wars, and they yeah. end up absorbing each other, so shut the hell up. Yeah. Well, so I, Verizon I gotta, was the successor, so he was close. You were close. Well, no, no, he, they are both wrong. And Corey's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> pull, up the prime, pull up the Prime Co. Fold images so I can see if I can see the one that I had. It's got the. It was like a brick, and it had this huge antenna that went oh, that straight. Right that went straight up. One? It's right there on the on the right, Corey, to the right. Go to your right. Down one. Down, down one. one. That oh, one. There it is. That's the one oh, I had. Yeah. yeah. One? yeah. Man, Look at that thing. That's a, what a what a big, thing of beauty. Man. Corey, tweet that tweet that picture of the of Kenny's okay. uh, phone over there. Man, that's huge. You could use that to beat someone up too. You pretty much could. <laughs> that thing was humongous. And then that antenna. When that antenna would retract, I swear that antenna was twelve inches long. <laughs> man what what we came to now man now we got a whole computer in our pocket it's crazy computer on our watch now anybody a fan of an apple watch nope oh i am man you gotta get one it's badass man it tracks your I, heart i don't wear, I don't wear watches man i don't wear any i don't wear man. anything anymore i'm a minimalist i wear my wedding ring and that's pretty and that's pretty much it Man, you put it on there, man. It'll track it. Me and you can challenge each other to see who works out more. Yeah, Kenny. and then the government yeah. sees where you're at all the all the time. I, I like oh, to stay man, off the they, grid, partner. Hey, they already know where we're at. And, and uh, I mean, I, I got, got I don't got none of that. My oh, laptop yeah. is all I got. And I and after every episode of the uh, podcast, I break my laptop and I just buy a new one every week. <laughs> That's the way to do it because they're following us, man. They know everything we're doing for sure. Well, all right, man. Well. I can't. I'm, I love this Halloween. I'm excited. I'm already drinking right now. I forgot to ask you. Let me introduce my boy right now. We got to a far. We got way into the show, but I introduce my boy Kenny. Uh, we give it up for Ken. We also call him Ken Diesel. We also call him 195,000 Jobs, Mister Servon. Give it up for Kenny, everyone. What's up? Ooh, you suck. Hey, thank you very much. Are you faded? Yeah, I am faded. Um, I uh, I've been drinking a little bit of whiskey, getting ready for this Halloween. So I can throw eggs at any little kid that tries to come in my house and get candy. Um, but let me go ahead and introduce <laughs> my guy right here. 
Mike, a.k.a. Dummy. <laughs> that, and, that, and that's it. <laughs> oh, man, come on, You only man. get one nickname this week because after... After last week's performance, oh my god! Oh man, I, I, yeah. Well, last week was a it was it was a happy hour edition. So, I mean, I was slurring a lot. I went back and I was to gonna it. do Mike's. I was gonna do Mooney's correction corner this week, but my, I got carpal tunnel because I was writing so much. So I just gave <laughs> I just gave up. Yeah, that was last week, man. Uh, I you know what? But I had fun doing that. I say, hey man, we should get some more. Maybe we can get Bitcoin James next time and. Uh, DJ Fat Pack. Hey, make sure you tell your make sure you tell your wife that that uh, thank you for having us over. And uh, I left some Corona on the toilet seat in the guest bathroom. Oh yeah, she was she was she was real <laughs> upset. Like the next day, because we shouldn't have had them over. Why did we do that? I go, you're the one that invited them in. So, anyways, we hung out all in my garage and we we're all partying there. And then Kenny and Alex, my boy Alex, I didn't up? invite nobody in. I got not cold. You, I'm not it was you. Freaking freezing in there. You. you brought you go. Oh, I have a space heater. And then we're all waiting for the space heater. And then you go. Oh, never mind. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, the air, I had an air purifier. That's what it was. So, anyways, Kenny and Alex came in and started talking to my wife, Lauren. Shout out to Lauren. What's up? And we were in the garage, which we're supposed to stay. And was, I didn't actually, Lauren invited everyone in. Why don't you just come in? So everyone came in. We did our podcast inside. But the next day. You know what I like about Lauren? What? She's more annoyed with you than even I am. <laughs> so I, I, ne- I didn't think there was another human being that's more annoyed with you than, than me until, until I met Lauren. And I hadn't seen her in a while, so I forgot. But she reminded me that uh her annoyance level with you it dwarfs mine <laughs> yeah. i guess because she has to live with you and and i guess be affectionate because you guys have a daughter together so she has to be affectionate with you sometimes so yeah that must be a real beating she's a trooper she's a soldier hey lauren you're a soldier <laughs> what i love about my wife is she, she'll straight up say what's on her mind she won't she won't sugarcoat anything and she's always telling me something man you said you were gonna fix that light bulb fix the light bulb that was two days ago. I'm like, oh, okay. What are you calling it, Mike? What is, what is she changing? A light bulb. The light what? A light bulb. There you go. Yeah. I corrected myself. Hey, man, I'm drinking whiskey, Corey. Come on, man. I don't see you with the drink. Right. I see you with the with the shiny-ass Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> football jersey. <laughs> Blind of my eyes. Hey, man, you want this jersey. I know. I can see it in your eyes. You've been staring at it the whole time. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, what do you want to get into now, Kenny? I say we get into... Uh, to uh, Dallas Mavericks trivia. All right. All right. So uh, let's do a quick spot for WGW Media. We'll be right back. Hey, One Leg Faders. This is your boy, Toronto, And today I want to talk to you about WGW Media. Have you ever been to a wedding or a party where the DJ was playing all the wrong music and no one was dancing? With WGW Media's DJ and MC services, you don't got to worry about all that. With over 15 years in the game, WGW Media can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, quinceañeras, divorce parties, or whatever event you want to celebrate. WGW Media provides a professional MC and an outstanding DJ to get the party hopping, and they guarantee to get your guests off their chairs and onto the dance floor. Do you like Top 40, reggaeton, country, 90s hip-hop, salsa, or a mix of everything? Well, WGW can make it happen. Please go to WGW gwmedia.com for a free quote or call 469-554-8606 today all right we're back let's go ahead and get into uh mavericks uh trivia um if you don't mind mr uh mr muñoz and uh and uh mr dirtbag all right so which maverick holds the nba record for most consecutive free throws in an nba playoff game so this one's a trick question you think you know the answer, but I bet you you don't. 
A, Jamal Mashburn, B, Rolando Blackman, D, Dirk Nowitzki, or D, uh, Mark McGuire? <laughs> I think you just said A, B, D, and D. I probably did, because I loved playing Dungeons and Dragons. When I was a kid, I played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you like, uh, okay. Hey, uh, I was a level five wizard, bro. So don't even mess with me. I was, I was a man right. in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, what are you? Oh man, good. That, that explains a lot, a whole lot, buddy. Now, now I know. Now I know. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, trick question. What was the question? Oh my again? god! <laughs> Sorry, you said it so fast. Which Maverick holds the record for most free throws in a playoff game? Oh, I'm gonna go with Dirk Nowitzki. All right, and uh, diggity diggity dirtbag. Which one are you gonna go with? I'll go with Dirk. I don't think it's Blackman. All right. In game one of the 2011 Western Conference Finals, Dirk Nowitzki scored 48 points against the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder and set an NBA record with 24 consecutive free throws made in a game, as well as a record for most free throws in a game without a miss. He went 24 for 24. Wow. Yeah, I do. I remember that game. I remember that game. I just didn't know... I remember that he scored a lot. I didn't know it was 24 in a row. That's crazy. He scored four, He scored 48, and at the end, he probably could have scored more and just been 50, but that guy was just so so not worried about stats. That's what I loved about Dirk his whole career. He He's the sixth leading scorer in NBA. His, think about that. Yeah. In the history of the NBA, he's number six, and he was so unselfish. He could have shot every time if he wanted, but he didn't. You know, he always made the right basketball play. So even in, even in that game, he was unstoppable. Fadeaways, pull-up threes. He was doing baseline spin moves and dunking. He was doing runners. I mean, that guy was going one leg off the backboard. He was turning around baseline fadeaway. That, that guy was unstoppable that game. So uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite games to watch. Whenever I'm whenever I'm feeling depressed with the stupid Cowboys, I'll go back and I'll oh, watch God. some uh, Maverick highlights. And that one always pops up in the queue on YouTube. That's a unbelievable game that everybody should everybody should go back and watch and watch that one to realize for 2011, Dirk Nowitzki was the best player on the planet above everybody. Nobody was better than Dirk in 2011. That playoff run was a, a, a thing of legend. Oh, I totally agree with that, man. He was unstoppable that whole run. Uh, no one could stop him. He was making every single shot. He knew he was good. And that team in the 2011, they just had something. They were all clicking on all cylinders. And he was leading the way, but everyone was stepping up and everyone was doing their part. And we ended up just going through and winning the NBA championship, man. The last one we've had in DFW was 2011, man. And now Dirk's doing so much stuff for the community. I consider him one of the best at, of all time of any DFW athlete. Someone, Some people say Roger Staubach, Troy Aikman, but I think he's done the most. He's still doing stuff now, and he just started doing stuff now because he recently just retired. So in about 10 years from now, I think he's going to be the most celebrated and best athlete in all of DFW. So Roger, you know, you know, Captain America, for for many 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 years, he's regarded as the best athlete in in uh, DFW sports history, and you know deservedly so. You know, Navy veteran. Uh, you know, he went to the Naval Academy, served. You know, in the war, great man. 
he was a little bit before my time, but, you know, I was a Cowboy historian, so I always knew about Roger, even though I really don't have any memory of him actually playing. But, you know, I think Dirk is taking on that that mantle. You know, he's the greatest athlete in DFW sports history, you know, along with Pudge, Mike Madonna, you know, there's, you know, Emmett Smith, you know, there, there, there's tons. But I think above and beyond, I think Dirk is, 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 is number one for me all time. And uh, man, thank goodness we got Luca now. As crazy as it is to say, Luca might be on that Mount Rushmore. So if you had a Mount Rushmore of DFW sports athletes, man, that's a good question. The top four Mount Rushmore DFW athletes, I would definitely have Dirk for sure, Pudge Rodriguez, because I'm a baseball fan, and I'm a Puerto Rican fan, so of course my 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 man Pudge. Yeah, and then I would have to go with um, Mike Madano. And Mike Madonna is up there for sure. And the Cowboys is what's really hard. I'm going to have to go with someone in the 90s Cowboys, and I'm going to go with Troy Aikman. I mean, everyone does I, I love that guy always. Uh, it's really hard. It was either Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irving. I mean, Eric Williams. I mean, you can keep on Leon Lett. You can go on that, that Super Bowl run team, all of them. But I'm going to go with those four. All right. I think uh, I think you're right. I mean, I, it, it, it's it's tough because Emmett is the all-time leading rusher in NFL history. So it's hard not to pick not to pick Emmett. And then Troy was such a leader, you know, and, you know, three-time Super Bowl champion. You know, he was so great. Even now as an, uh, as an announcer on Fox, he's great. He's, he's, he's well-respected. You know, that guy is just awesome. Awesome, awesome dude in the community. Another guy that's awesome in the community. And, and, and I wish that the, that the Cowboys would bring him on in some kind of capacity whether it's GM, president, something. I mean, we need to have that guy in the front office of the uh, of the Cowboys for sure. But man, Michael Irvin, man, I just love Michael Irvin. I think he's under he's underrated. Not only was he a great receiver on a running team, you know, he still got all the big catches, but he was the emotional leader of that team. Like practice and games went how Michael Irvin went. You know what I mean? I think he always set the tone for the team. Another thing I like about him, he got in trouble. He got in trouble with women. He got in trouble with, <laughs> with, with drugs. He was, you know, he was, he got in trouble with fighting. He stabbed somebody in the locker room one time when he got into a brawl. Yeah. But, but even, even through all that, I still love him. Like, like Emmett Smith, you know, as great of a player as, as he was, I don't have that emotional connection to Emmett Smith. Cause he was always kind of real vanilla and always said the right things and whatever. And, you know, he's a great guy in his own, in his own right. But, you know, Michael Irvin, he got a little dirt under his nails. He's he's more of a he's more of a human being to me. So I, I think your list is exactly right. And with all respects to every other cowboy, you know, I think Michael Irving should be on that list. But my favorite cowboy of all time is Darren Woodson. Oh, yeah. I love Darren Woodson because I played safety in high school at football and I always loved the safety position and Normally, the the strong safety of your team is not the leader of your team. It's normally, you know, like the linebacker or, or, or you know, maybe like a defensive end or something like that. But I, he held even after the team started getting bad, he played on some really crappy teams. But the defense was never awful because he was back there just controlling the action. I love me some Darren Woodson. I love that guy. He was a strong competitor. Uh, made the tackles, got everyone fired up. But uh, but I do remember when we played uh, like football back in the day, you were a strong safety. I mean, I would fly right by you and catch like 90-yard passes and juke you like most of the time. I mean, where would this strong safety come from? <laughs> you were the you were the slowest 
pickup football player I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I've I've seen some slow football players in, in my life, but a receiver that can't run, I mean, would you run like a six like a six four forty? I mean, you were pro- you were probably the slowest receiver <laughs> or the slowest player on the court. Even linemen ran past you. Yeah, right, man. I'll I'll do that quick slant, catch it, and right before Kenny would hit me or JD, what's up, JD? I'd go on one knee. I would go down and I would put my knee down so they wouldn't hit me. <laughs> but you know oh, what? You're not lying about you're not lying about that. <laughs> but JD would still hit me sometimes. Like after the third time me doing that, he would hit me. And I played like Deion Sanders, man. If you came by, I wouldn't even go for the tackle. I would just grab your arm and try to strip the ball out. And if I couldn't make the strip, you probably scored a seven yard touchdown. I'm not defense though, man. I'm all offense. Offensive player, man. So strong safety. I don't know about that because I, I, I juked you probably I mean, your, a handful your, of times. Your play was offensive. Is that what, if that's what you're talking about? <laughs> oh man! Do you remember? Uh, do you remember? You know, you weren't, you weren't, you didn't play with us when we uh, when we played in that flag football tournament out at uh, West Fork, the West South Fork, South Fork Rank, where they where they filmed Dallas, the TV show no, Dallas. No. They used to have a uh, NFL aired out tournament, and we played out there. And Corey was on that on, on that team one year. I don't think you were. I don't think you were around. You were still at A and M back then. Do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that tournament, Dirtbag? Oh yeah, that's a Dirtbag Chronicle story. Actually, it's called the cat, the swagger catch, <laughs> the swagger, catch. The, swa- the, the swagger non catch. <laughs> what, what what happened? I don't remember that. What happened with that story? Can you tell me? Well, you don't remember it because you weren't there. But so I was the player coach, right? And I came up with this play that we did like a we did like a double reverse and dirtbag was the center and i told dirtbag i like nobody's going to cover you all you got to do is, is act like you're just watching the action but then kind of sneak away to the uh, to the flat right and then once you get to the flat just kind of run up the sideline and you know on the double reverse on the right side everybody's going to be sucked in over there and then all the guy with the ball would have to do, and I can't remember who the hell had the ball. That, uh, I don't think it was my brother. I think it was another guy that we had on our team. But anyway, all you had to do was just launch the ball, and dirtbag is wide open. I'm talking about wide open. The play works to perfection. Everybody bit. Dirtbag is running right down the sidelines all alone. That ball went <laughs> up, and it was just like a, like a long bomb. And all of a sudden, all I see is all I see is dirtbag just running. It's almost like time stopped. You know, it went into slow. It went into slow motion. <laughs> and I'm. And it's a thing of beauty. I even. I, I hear church bells. I hear. You know. I hear music in my mind because it's such a beautiful play that's about to transpire. And then dirtbag, he's looking at the ball and he's running. And all of a sudden, something happens and he starts doing a Daniel Jones. <laughs> you know, he he starts kind of stumbling. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is not going to end well. Even the defensive guy, he got he got right to the uh, to the quarterback right on time. But the quarterback launched the ball and the defender pulled the flag. But it's too late. The ball's gone. So all of a sudden, me and the defender and the quarterback were just kind of standing like right next to each other. And I'm like, oh, this is a touchdown. And then dirtback starts stumbling. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he just kind of looks weird. And he kind of starts like, convulsing a little bit because he's trying to keep his he's trying to keep his balance and he's falling down and the ball's coming down and it's about to just land in his hands so perfect for a basket catch right into the end zone but you know Mr. Chicken Man starts flailing and falling and this hat I swear that ball was in the air for so long that the defender goes oh that's no good and I'm like no no that's good that's good and he's like no that's not good and then all of a sudden when that dirtbag starts falling the ball 
he puts his hands out. He misses the ball. It hits him in the face. <laughs> it goes out of bounds, and everybody just starts cracking up, laughing, and uh, we lose the game. Thanks, Dirtbag. Oh man! No, hold, hold on, hold on. That, 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 all of that is true. It's all true, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I was perfect stride. Why is that? Hold on. Well, that's not. That's not the end. I'm gonna give you the the, the true ending. Perfect stride. I just I just hit a, a hole or something and I couldn't get it and I was pissed because I knew I looked stupid and I was gonna fall and I just there's nothing I could do to, to correct it. So I did fall, yes. But at the end of the game, I made the winning play. Do you remember that, Kenny? I do remember I do remember that play, and I didn't think it was that game. You sure it was that game? It wasn't the next game? It was it was that game because we only played like one or two because we didn't last long. Okay, because... so I do remember that. And if you're correct, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. We're tied, whatever the score was, 16-16, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the other team is, they're trying to come back to win the game. No, we were up by a couple, and they're trying to come back. And, uh, you know, they're marching down the field. It's cold. It's rainy. It's miserable. And I'm like, and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to pull this, this stupid game out so we can play in the playoffs, you know, the, next, the very next game. So you got to win three games. If you win three games, you go to the playoffs the next day. And Corey was uh, the guy that was uh, rushing the passer. So he rushes the passer. The passer goes back. He's, he's dodging. And then all of a sudden, he, he leans back and he starts throwing a pass. And somehow, Corey jumps up in the air and blocks the ball again with his face. And it just bounces in the air. <laughs> and he catches it and then stumbles into the end zone somehow. And we, and we win the game. So I got to give Corey, I got to give Dirtbag credit. We, we won the game. So one off the face disaster, and one off the face almost disaster ends up in the end zone for a for a win. So yeah, uh, I'll give you I'll give you credit. You made two of the most ridiculous plays. One worked out and one didn't work out. But hey, at the end of the day, we got the win. The the funniest part about that, as as you're envisioning this, is our our uniforms. That do you do you remember what we were wearing? Our theme, Kenny? Yeah, we were the 007. So we had black like sweatpants on and then we had tuxedo shirts with the sleeves cut off and then we had bow ties so the name of our team was the 007s and on the back of everybody's shirt (laughs) we had different bond movies so i was dr no somebody else was octopussy somebody else was you know whatever it was but we were the we were the 007 so we had everybody cheering for us because we had the best we had the best uniforms Corey looked like uh sean connery rest in peace sean connery died today <laughs> so Corey looked like like sean connery out there with his little with his uh with his little belly but uh he made the uh he made the proper play and he won so hey dirtbag everything in life hasn't been completely terrible for you you got that that's your one sports highlight of your life that's true and i didn't have a belly then either i was really skinny by the way no you had a little belly yeah a little uh, belly. you've always had a belly even though you're skinny not like mine but you've always had a belly. speaking of off, you don't have a belly either. speaking of off the face one time me and Corey lived together and he's like <laughs> we just moved in and we're like oh we live by river legacy in arlington which all y'all know great bike trail and we're like, oh, man, we live like we have a legacy. Hey, uh, let's go throw the football. So we go out there. And I go, okay, Corey, I'm going to run and do like a 10-yard out and throw it. So I run and do a 10-yard out. As soon as I turn around, this motherfucker throws it right in my face. And it's my eye. And I'm like, we're done. Let's go home. And I'm like crying. Another in- another weird injury for Mooney. <laughs> another weird injury, yes. Literally, we were there for like three minutes. He hits my face. And I had the big old black eye. And everyone's like, how'd you get a black eye? And I tell him I got hit by a football on an out pattern. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> it was it was a quick release, man. It was a perfect because yeah. you, you you ran a nine yard instead of a ten, and you turned around <laughs> too early. Let's go ahead and go into uh, top three, bottom three. 
Now it's time for top three, bottom three. <laughs> Mooney, what's going to be our top three, bottom three this week? Oh, our top three, bottom three this week. Uh, due to Halloween, my favorite holiday is the top three, bottom three scariest movies of all time. So you want me to go first to the top three? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my top three here, uh, I'm going to go with um, some scary ones. So. Actually, they're not that scary. This is all when I grew up. So I'm going to go with number three. Number three to me was Nightmare on Elm Street, man. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Freddy Cougar, man. He was a scary dude because not only, you know, it was so scary because he would be in your dreams and you can't escape someone when they're in your dreams. So that was some twisted, scary shit, man. There was no escaping that. And uh, I remember the very end scene. Do you remember the very end scene by any chance? No, nah, it's been too many years. I don't remember what was it. Man, the very end scene, Corey, pull it up real quick. The very end scene, so basically they kill Freddy Krueger, he's done, and then all of a sudden Tina Gray's mother, Tina Gray was the main main uh, character in the movie, she escaped him, and then his mother's standing by a little tiny-ass window, and then all of a sudden Freddy Krueger grabs her and pulls her through the window, and the window maybe maybe two by two, maybe, feet and he pulls her through the window and I man I got scared as shit I took off running going ah but Kenny look at this clip real quick all right we'll pull up the clip Kenny Corey three four better lock Go your watch. door <laughs> 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 he pulls her through the peephole on the door <laughs> So what's so funny is my wife, she hates scary movies, right? Shout out to Lauren. I love you, baby. But she hates scary movies. And so she's like, I don't know if I want to see it. So I showed her this. I'm like, look, this scared the shit out of me. And I haven't seen this in years. And we, I show her and we just bust out laughing. Corey, you got to put it on Twitter because basically he pulls the mom through the door. But once he pulls her through the door, it's, she's like a little styrofoam little doll. And they just pulls it through. It's, it looks totally cheesy, man. And we just started busting out laughing. We couldn't believe that that actually made us scary. That actually scared us. But it did. It petrified me. I was scared as shit. All right. What's the next? Uh, what's the, what's number two on the uh, your all-time favorite uh, scary movies? The number, the number two is going to be uh, Poltergeist. You remember Poltergeist? Yeah, that movie was on. I swear that's when HBO was new. And HBO, they were notorious for showing the same movies over and over and over. Poltergeist was always on constantly and that movie was pretty uh it did freak me out because i was a little kid that, that movie freaked Man, me the hell that out movie scared the shit out of me i don't even remember the concept of the movie to be honest i just remember that that whole movie scared me um the concept of the movie that they had a poltergeist in their house <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well that's cool Corey's pulling up some scary clown scene where a little kid's like eating someone's face and it's a poltergeist. <laughs> what are you pulling up for it? Are you, don't pull up underwear. Don't pull yeah, up underwear again. Don't pull up underwear again. Look. Yeah. Every time we ask Dirtbag to pull up a video, he pulls up it's underwear. scary clown underwear scene. What are you, like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know what. You got some weird... Always with the with the no, underwear. No, Why? No, something's wrong. I, don't don't but, you like Speedos, Kenny? Didn't we establish that a couple weeks ago? Or uh, no? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm Kenny Alfresco. But anyways, uh, and then my number th number one scariest movie of all time. You know what it is. Old school, The Exorcist. Oh, my God. Oh, That's man. I thought you were going to go with the one that we what? always talk about all the time. Bram Stoker's oh, that's Dracula. Not, that's not scary. That's just what I look like. My feet. Bram Stoker's oh, Dracula is scary. My feet look scary. That's, my feet look like Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's it. My toenails. 
Yeah, but Bram Stoker's Dracula was scary, man. That, oh, that no, damn man. Uh, vampire in that movie, he turned into everything. He would turn into a werewolf. He would turn into a bat. One time, there's a scene in Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't know if you remember this, but they uh, he's a vampire or he's a, some kind of monster. And then ha- somebody has a crucifix and they show it to him. And then he kind of uh, escapes into the background and he turns into a... Uh, no, he, ba- he he basically disappears into the shadow in the corner room and then they shine the torch. And when they shine the torch, he doesn't, he's not a monster anymore. He's a bunch of rats shaped like a like a humanoid. And then the rats fall to the ground and they go everywhere. Man, that movie was scary no, man, as hell. That scary. I remember seeing that movie. That, that wasn't as scary as The Exorcist, man. That movie scared the shit out of me, man. That girl was possessed. She was screaming and stabbing her vajayjay with a crucifix and saying some scary ass shit. I mean, that's some twisted motherfucking shit right there, dude. That scares you. What are you pulling up? Corey yeah, like, this is the, this is the scene. Look see. at it, look at it. Corey's pulling up Bram Stoker Dracula. When God is over, you must take me up. Oh, oh, come on. Christ compels you. He is now. It doesn't even look real. My... Oh, look at him right there with the... Look how scary he looks. He's like a, he's like a vampire monster with a receding hairline. Kind of looks like you a little bit. Light, put the light on him, put the light on him. Oh Look, he's turning into rats. That's crazy scary, man. That scared the hell out of me right there. Rats. That's not scary. That's not scary at all. Oh my god. That might have scared you, but there's nothing like the exorcist when she's twisting her head. Corey, play the clip of her twisting her head. By man, this check sign this out. of the holy cross. That is not scary. Oh Lord Jesus Christ. Look at that. Who lives and reigns. Look at doll. David. Oh my god. That is so fake. That, that's not scary. Like my brother doll. grabbed me. My brother made me watch this movie. He goes, sit down and watch this movie. I go, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. He goes, you're going to watch it. He played it for me. He showed me this scene. I get scared. I run out of the room, put a pillow on my face. I'm crying. And uh, I know a Pace would have been watching me. He would have been like, you acting like a little old bitch. <laughs> that was in my top three, man. Top three scariest movies all the time. And honorable mentions, Brent Stroker Dracula, I guess. Not really scary. A bunch of rats. Not really. Whatever. So what's your bottom back, three, bro? Go back and watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. You're gonna be, you're gonna, you're gonna appreciate the scariness. But I'm gonna go ahead and do my uh, bottom three. So there's gonna be a common theme to my bottom three. Critters. Do you remember a movie called Critters? Oh yeah, yeah. That's so cheesy. Critters was so stupid. It was like these little Ewok looking looking guys. You know, little creatures that had these these razor sharp teeth. But they were tiny, and they were in space. I'm like, well, well they're oh in space. God. How the hell are they gonna get you there in space? It was just, it was a dumb concept. And they, and they look like little, little puppets. They, they yeah. didn't look real at all. It was yeah. really, really dumb. I hated, I hated that one. And that leans into the next one. The, the next stupid one was Leprechaun. Leprechaun, it was a <laughs> tiny little Leprechaun. It was, it was dumb. It, who's scared of that? It looked like it looked like a little flip on crack. That's all it looked like. You know who played that, right? Do you remember oh, the movie baby. Willow? It was the same guy, Warwick Davis. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. That guy plays every time you have to play like a like a little person. It's always that guy. He's been in so many movies. He's been in every Star Wars movie. Like people don't know that that guy's <laughs> been in every Star Wars movie. But yeah, Leprechaun. That one was really dumb. I didn't. That one didn't scare me at all. You know, it's crazy again, about- a tiny little puppet-looking guy. You know, yeah. like, I just kick them. <laughs> yeah, just kick them right in the face. Yeah, anybody kick, small, kick just them right kick in the face. face. Yeah, they, they don't scare hard. me. 
Yeah, but you know what's crazy is that that movie, the first Leprechaun, Jennifer Aniston was in that, and that actually brought her career up. So if you go back and look at that movie, she's in it. And, and if you haven't seen Leprechaun, go watch it. It's one of those movies that just will make you funny. Well, which one was? Which one? Was, Leonardo DiCaprio was in was one it? of those too. Was he in? Was he in? Was he in Critters? Dirtbag? I can't remember. Like that's where Leonardo DiCaprio got his start in one of those cheesy uh, uh, movies too. So maybe look, maybe look that one up for us and find out which one uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in. There's actually a picture of him posing with one of the little creatures. <laughs> it's like a promotional picture, and he's all laughing. Even he, even he, he was in the movie, and he's laughing at the stupid little puppet. Oh, it was Critters. There you uh, go. Oh, he's in Critters. It was Critters. Yeah, it was Critters. Yeah, he was in Critters. <laughs> it was Critters. <laughs> so you have, you have Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Aniston in two of your top bottom bottom uh, movies. What's the top? What's the top one? Well, you got? of course, it's Chucky, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Chucky. It was so dumb. So Chucky was actually. Uh, well, now, my mom had a daycare. Uh, we talked about it before, and there was these uh, this little doll, and all the kids had it. It was called My Buddy. Do you remember the little My Buddy yeah. doll that uh-huh. kids had? So that's what it was. It was basically My Buddy, but it was he was he was a little he was a little murderer, and he would come to life when the parents went around and yeah. and, and, and kill again. So dumb. So I remember uh, back in the day, we used to go to the Forum Mall every Friday night, and we would watch movies. And, you know, it was 80s movies and it was great. But one time my friends dragged me to Chucky and I wasn't really big on, on, on scary movies. They didn't scare me. I was just kind of like, all this stuff looks fake. I'm always like, you know, dissecting the, the movie. And I'm like, Lad, that's fake. That's fake. That's stupid. And I remember we watched it. And uh, and I and I, was, I remember thinking I was so I was so upset. I was so angry because I wanted to just I was like, all you got to do is kick. Kick the puppet. What's yeah. so hard about just kicking it right kick in the face? Right face. It's yeah. a tiny little thing. It's, it's, it's one foot tall. How scary could it possibly be? So yeah, Chucky was dumb as hell. Yeah, just kick that, kick him right in the effing face, man. All right, everyone, that's our Halloween show. Y'all stay faded out there. Be safe on Halloween. Ow. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Stay, stay faded, faded. everybody.